Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. I'm going to be telling you the top 12 reasons why you're not losing weight. Now, this is based on what I see are the main reasons that my clients struggle to release the weight and a lot of the reasons why I struggle too. And most of them are things that we don't really even think are what's holding us back or what is keeping the weight on. And the reason why I really want to share this information with you, why I'm really, really pumped about getting this information to you is because there were two specific times in my life that I made massive shifts that really catapulted my success in two areas of my life that I was having a super hard time figuring out. One was my weight loss journey where I just could not see what I was missing what I was doing wrong, what I was not aware of. And that made it impossible for me to lose weight because I couldn't see what I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know, despite the fact that I thought I knew everything. I mean, I was a nutritionist. I knew all of the things about how to eat and all of the numbers and the macros and the nutrients. And the other thing that really changed my life when I saw was what I was doing wrong in my business. I was spinning my wheels doing lots of different things, but not financially succeeding. And that's what makes a business viable and this not just a hobby for me. But I was really stuck because I couldn't see what I was doing wrong. I was too in it. I was too deep into the processes that I was doing not looking at that bird's eye view to really be able to pinpoint what I was doing wrong. And the real eye openers for me during these times in my life was when somebody else called me out on the things that I was doing wrong, told me what I was doing wrong. It wasn't until somebody showed me what I was doing that wasn't working and explained why that I was finally able to see why I was stuck and not getting the results that I wanted. So that's what I want to do for you all today. I'm going to help you get unstuck by telling you what you are likely doing wrong and why it's not working. And I know a lot of you have tried lots of things and are doing lots of things. So it's not that you're lazy or complacent or not doing anything. You're probably doing lots. You're probably tried all of the things over and over and over again. You've probably put in so much effort to lose the weight and be healthy, but still aren't there yet. So I want to help you get there, starting with where you're at now and why what you're doing isn't working. And all the things that I'm going to share with you, I say with love to help you on your journey. So please do not shame yourself or think that you've wasted any time or any energy doing these things that I'm going to list because we live and we learn and we keep going. That's what leads to success. We don't shame ourselves for what we've done incorrectly. There's a quote from Thomas Edison 
about how it took him like a thousand tries to invent the the light bulb, like a long lasting light bulb. And a reporter asked how he felt about failing so many times. And Edison replied, well, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was invented with a thousand steps. And he also has a similar quote that says, I haven't failed. I just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. So with that in mind, I'm now going to share with you the top 12 reasons why you might not be losing weight. The first reason is that the approach that you're taking is too restrictive. This is by far the most common reason across the board why women quit on their weight loss attempts and why we binge eat either after we quit a diet or after a day of trying or a week of eating so well, right? I ate so well this week and then I just messed it up on the weekends, you know that saying? When we focus on what we can't eat, what we have to give up, then we want it even more. We become hyper-focused on what we can't have. So maybe you restrict by counting or limiting your calories or trying to give up all the carbs or go fat-free. But doing this in itself is going to increase your appetite physiologically. But when you tell yourself you can't have something, you increase the desire for it psychologically. When you think you can't have something you typically do have, you have a habit of having something that gives you a lot of pleasure in your life, your brain wants to keep doing that. It doesn't want you to take it away, right? If you tell your brain, you know, don't have the cookies after lunch or don't have the French fries or you can't have that bread, you're going to think about how much you love those foods and enjoy those foods even more. And then you think how much it's going to suck to not have those foods and enjoy that pleasure. And the brain can't think in negatives. If you tell your brain, don't think about an elephant, it has to think about an elephant in order for it to not think about an elephant. So if you say, I'm not going to have that cookie today, you have to think about the cookie first. And that brings up the feelings and the emotions associated with having that cookie. And then it brings up the feelings and emotions of being disappointed because you're not allowing yourself to have that cookie. So you're going to miss out on the enjoyment of that experience. And you become so laser focused on what you can't have. The restrictive approach to losing weight usually leads to quitting on a diet or your healthy eating plan. And it leads to binge eating. Now, I have done this myself a million times on repeat. And this is what the yo-yo diet cycle is all about that all of us women are all too familiar with. Another reason why you might not be losing the weight is you're tracking the numbers like calories in or calories out or macro balancing or Weight Watcher points, but you're not doing it correctly. So maybe you're using apps and you plug in how much you ate of something, right? And it spits out all of the numbers. So you say that you had this slice of bread and it tells you these are all the macros, these are the calories, these are all the numbers. Or maybe you scan barcodes or you can use the name of that type of bread or the brand of pasta sauce that you're using, right? This tool in itself could be good to see where you're at with your eating habits, but I mean, let's get real here, right? We all fudge the numbers, especially the longer that we track. We change the quantity or the thing that we eat, or we conveniently forget about a few foods that we had that day, 
or we judge our workouts as being more intense than it really was. And so we're really changing the calories in or calories out, or we want the carb, fat, protein balance to be a certain amount. So we say, oh, you know what? It wasn't like a tablespoon of ketchup. It was only a teaspoon of ketchup. And so we're not accurately tracking the things that we're having. In the moment, it might actually feel really good that we're doing something beneficial because we're using this tracking app. We're seeing where we're at. But it's actually using a lot of our time and energy, even though we're not getting the results. So we feel like we're doing something good, but we're not getting the result that we want. Or maybe you're tracking all the things and you think that you can sort of hack the system. So you save up all your Weight Watcher points or you save up all your calories during the day so that you can have a special treat or a special meal at the end of the day. Maybe you do what I did, which was live off microwave popcorn and Diet Coke so I can save up all those extra calories and then have like an entire chocolate cake or something crazy because it's not a, it wasn't about the nutrients in the food or the quality of the food. It was just about the numbers. This is not learning how to eat sustainable or to eat for permanent weight loss in your long-term health. Lots of us have been able to lose weight but can't keep it off by tracking some of these things because you're not learning how to do it properly and sustainable. You have to lose weight in a way that's permanent, that feels good, that supports your long-term goals, not just your short-term goals in the moment. Because when you get there, you're still going to be the same person you were rushing through it, hacking through it, instead of learning how to be the person that sustains the weight loss as you go. So the experience itself could be enjoyable and the weight loss becomes permanent. Okay, the third reason why you might not be losing the weight that you want is you're spending a lot of time and energy learning how to do all the things, but not implementing the things. So maybe you've read all the articles or the books or taken nutrition classes or became a nutritionist like me and still struggle losing weight. We tell ourselves that if we don't know something, we can just go and get the information in a book and then we can just apply it. And then when we have the information, we have the answers. Also, the brain thinks that doing this is progress. So it gives us a hit of dopamine pleasure because we've accomplished something, even though we haven't accomplished the goal. We feel good and we associate that with having done something. But the problem is that we get stuck in this overconsumption of information and we're using our time and energy to gather more information as opposed to applying it and getting the transformation instead of rolling up our sleeves and doing what it is that we learned. It's more comfortable to read a book about keto than it is to actually prepare all the meals and eat keto day in and day out. So I don't do keto or I don't teach my clients to do keto. This is just an example. So when I was building my first nutrition practice focused on fertility and pregnancy, it was a lot easier for me to watch videos about how to create a website than it was for me to sit down and actually create the website. I watched hundreds of videos. I spent lots of time consuming the information on how to do it 
than I did actually spend doing it because it was more uncomfortable for me to actually get to work. It was a lot easier for me to take another course on something like gestational diabetes, which I already studied and I already knew plenty about, but it was a lot easier for me to take another course and consume more information than it was for me to actually go out there and offer my services and sell my services to clients with gestational diabetes because sales felt icky and wrong and you know all of the thoughts that we might have wrapped up in actually doing that work. And I know it might sound strange me saying that now, but that uncomfortable feeling really held me back and kept me stuck behind my computer rather than pushing me to get out there and build something different from scratch or sell my services so I could actually help people because what if I fail? What if I look stupid? What if it doesn't work? What if I'm a failure? Consuming information feels more comfortable than applying the information that you learned and you still get this feeling of accomplishment. You still feel good even though you didn't accomplish the goal that you wanted. By the end of the day, you spend lots of time and energy but still don't have the weight loss that you want or that thing that was your goal. You're still in the same place. All right, that leads me to thing number four. You develop the skill set but not the mindset. So this is a little bit different, but if you know how to do a lot of things, you know a lot of things, but you don't consistently do them, that's what I'm talking about here. So all my clients tell me that consistently doing what they say they want to do, they're going to do to lose weight is the hardest part. Sticking to it, following through, they lose their motivation and they quit. Now, I already mentioned that quitting is a sign that your plan was too restrictive because you're hyper-focused on what you can't have and then you desire it more. This is a part of it, but it's based on how we think. So you have the skill set, but not the mindset. And the word mindset, I mean, really, it gets thrown around a lot these days. So let me tell you, first of all, what it actually means. Simply defined, it is the beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. So mindset are the beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. Basically, your thoughts that you think over and over again. And these thoughts are how you define the world and yourself. So your thoughts determine how you see the world and yourself. And this is really important. In fact, it's everything when it comes to taking action because you only take action on the things you deem important. Is your weight loss important enough to you? Are you important enough to you? Is achieving your goal important enough to change some habits to get uncomfortable because change does feel uncomfortable to the brain? And these questions are kind of trick questions because we have our conscious and our subconscious thoughts. So we have the thoughts that we know that we have And then we have thoughts that we don't know that we have that are below our awareness. That's what subconscious means. So if you know all the things to lose weight and how to be healthy, but you're not doing them consistently until you get the result that you want, then you have thoughts that are either conscious that you know about or you don't know about that are blocking you from doing the things consistently. Now, I talk more about mindset in the next reason too of why you might not be losing the weight. So number five is... You're not getting to the root cause of why you gain the weight and why you're holding on to the weight in the first place. And so there's three main root causes that I see. And the first one is your mindset, which we just talked about. You have a belief or beliefs that are not supportive of you being at the weight that you want. And these thoughts are blocking you 
and need to be cleared in order for you to release the weight. So for example, you might think that it's not possible for you to lose the weight and to keep it off or to have the body and the health that you want. So why would you bother going through the discomfort of change if the result is not possible for you? Or maybe you've had past experiences or trauma, big T or little t trauma, that have built the belief that it's unsafe for you to have the body that you want. Your brain is going to prioritize safety every time. It's more important to keep you safe. Now, these are just two examples of common beliefs that I uncover with my clients and I found within myself that had to be cleared before I could release the weight. Another root cause of keeping on the weight or gaining the weight is hormonal imbalances. I have done lots of podcast episodes about hunger hormones and when they're off and imbalance, how they cause you to store more fat, cause miscommunication to your brain from your fat cells that make you think you're hungrier and need more food than you actually do but also your hormones of stress, your reproductive hormones, when they're out of balance, they can affect your appetite and your fat storage. When your hormones are in balance, you naturally release the excess weight because your body was designed to be at its natural healthiest state. So you probably know the saying, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, but it's kind of hard to do that when your hormones are making you feel hungrier when you really don't need food. Okay, the last common root cause of weight gain or holding on to weight, I've actually put under number six and number seven of the reasons why you might not be losing weight, and that is emotional overeating. So either you don't even recognize that you're an emotional overeater, and this is your blind spot because you think you're doing everything right, and you don't see that you're eating more than you are in order to soothe your emotions, and this was 100% me. I did not realize that I was an emotional overeater. I thought everything was in check. Or number seven, you do know that you're an emotional overeater and you're just trying to use your willpower to get over it. You don't have any strategies to overcome your emotional overeating. You just tell yourself that you're not going to do it anymore. But of course you do it and then you feel guilty and you end up binge eating or late night snacking or going all crazy on the weekends. I have two podcast episodes dedicated to emotional eating. If this sounds like you, then go and check out episodes number 33 and number 34. Another reason why you might not be losing the weight is number eight, you focus more on exercise than you do on food. So exercise is really great for your overall health, but weight loss is 95% nutrition, 5% movement. So you might go to the gym or you might go for a run and you might burn some extra calories or change your body composition, but your body fat percentage will stay the same if you continue to eat the same way or possibly even more because you use the excuse that you exercised, so you should be taking in more food. I personally love working out, but even with a trainer and five hours a week at the gym, I didn't lose any weight. It was really easy for me to spend an hour a day at the gym and then mindlessly eat or not think about my food too much during the day than it was for me to focus on my nutrition and less with my time at the gym. When I did this, I did build muscle, but I built it over top of my fat because I wasn't getting a handle on my food and I was also increasing my stress, which made me feel hungrier and hold on to weight. Okay, reason number nine. You might be buying 
foods that you think are healthy, but either aren't healthy or they're not supportive for weight loss. So not all healthy foods are good for weight loss. For example, kombucha is considered healthy. It's good for the gut, has all those great bacteria, but it's really high in simple sugars. Now, because the brain is sneaky and loves getting pleasure from food, it tricks you into overeating foods that you think are healthy because, well, they're good for you, so why not? And I did this, and I've shared this story before, but my vice was beet hummus and sweet potato crackers. So I ate them every night thinking, well, they're way better than potato chips. But the problem was that I would normally only have one bowl of potato chips once or twice a week. Now I was having two bowls of hummus and crackers every single night, and that really added up. But I couldn't see it for myself because I thought, well, hey, they're healthy and they tasted so good. So I overdid it. All right. Number 10, you're trying to change everything all at once. I've done this before. You do the kitchen clean out, you batch cook for the week, you go grocery shopping and you buy plenty of food ingredients that you don't know how to use thinking that you will get around to making that homemade bread or that whatever that health food is. Um, that you found in a new recipe or online. The problem with this is that the brain gets overwhelmed when we try to change too much. So if this is you, maybe you've done it for a week and it felt really, really good, but eventually you found that you went back to your old habits, changing too much too quickly can sabotage your weight loss efforts and cause you to fall back into your old patterns and give up completely. Number 11, you're unwilling to try a new approach. You think that you can just do whatever you've done before, only harder, and then this time you'll lose weight. So if you just do Weight Watchers again and stick to it, then this time it'll work. If you do this diet this time and you consistently do it, then it'll work. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, today's the day, I'm going to eat so healthy, And then by the end of the day or the end of the week, you stop doing that because you're relying on that same approach to get you a different result, except for you don't get a different result, right? You're just sticking to what's familiar and trying to do it with more force and more willpower. So stop trying to do the same thing over and over again. You're going to get the same result exactly where you are now. Okay, number 12 and the last thing that you could be doing that is not helping you to lose weight is grazing all day. So maybe you were told to eat six meals a day or to eat every two hours for healthy metabolism, or maybe you're just mindlessly eating. Either way, the body needs time to burn off the stored fat that you already have. We cannot eat all day long and access our stored fat. You can go and check out my newer podcast episode called Strategic Timing to learn more about that. So that is what I have for you. That is the top 12 reasons why you might not be losing the weight. I hope you found it super helpful. Maybe you had some blind spots that were tripping you up. Maybe you saw yourself in a few of these too. And if you're ready to release the weight for good and want my help, book your free weight loss consultation call with me at highvibeweightloss.com forward slash call, C-A-L-L, and I will tell you exactly what you need to do so you can start losing weight right away. I'm sending you all the high vibes. Take care. 
If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.